Welcome to Life-Giving Water Messages, where I expound upon the Word of God and, through the internet, deliver it to you. My name is Reverend Todd Laddick, and today I'm bringing to you part one of a four-part uh, series entitled Celebrate. It's a new series we're starting, and today's message is specifically entitled Celebrate Diversity, based off of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 through 20. So let us dive into the Word today. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews. Some of us are Gentiles. Some of us are slaves. And some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, that doesn't make it any less a part of the body. And if an ear says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it less a part of a body, of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. As the body of Christ, and I'll say amen to that, but as the body of Christ... We are called to celebrate the diverse ways God is reflected in each and every person. Now, I'm a huge comic book and graphic novel fan. Shocker, right? No one could ever see that. Um, but in particular, I'm a huge DC comic fan. My favorite character of all time is Batman. And there's so much there that I can relate to. The struggle to move past a, trauma, a traumatic past and, and the depression and anxiety that produces. The struggle to not let one's own demons, their own hurts, fears, and hang-ups bring them down a bad path. The struggle to rise up out of the ashes of pain, fear, and suffering to embrace one's fears and to use them to propel, you know, to, to, propel, to propel you to do good. Uh, to stand up for justice and to make the world a better place, even if just slightly. Granted, I can't relate with being a billionaire and having endless resources at my disposal. Still, I find Bruce Wayne, Batman, to be a very, very relatable character on a human level. With that said, I have come to love other heroes, too. In fact, one of my more favorite DC Comics movies as of late was uh, Snack, or Zack Snyder, excuse me, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. Now, if you haven't seen that, no worries, I'm not spoiling anything. But in that, uh, you have Batman forming an alliance with others uh, who are much different than him in order to save the world from annihilation. Others such as the loner Aquaman who is not much of a people person, to say the least. Then there's Cyborg, a cranky, moody teenager who was killed in an accident, and his scientist father pieced him back together to use him as a weapons experiment. Not the kind of dad that typically wins Father of the Year award. Happy Father's Day, by the way. 
Then there's the nerdy young adult, Barry Allen, also known as The Flash. He's a somewhat immature but brilliant kid who was struck by an electrical force that rearranged his atoms and gave him the power to run a at tremendous speeds, so fast that he can actually break through the plane of the multiverse and jump into alternate realities in other universes. But Barry is also broken. His mother, his mother was killed, and his father was wrongfully sent to jail for her murder. And he desperately wants to clear his father's name. Then there's Diana Prince, an Amazonian warrior and demigod who has just chosen to live in the world of people so that she can contribute to making it a just and safer place. She, of course, is also known as Wonder Woman. Finally, there's Clark Kent, or Superman, who is an alien from Krypton who's on Earth because... His parents sent him there to avoid dying in the planet's destruction. He and Batman have a rocky relationship, but Batman has come to appreciate Superman because of his honesty, his loyalty, and commitment to justice. Ironically, though he is not a human, Clark almost makes the ideal human being bearing a lot of qualities, minus the obvious stuff, similar to Jesus. Anyway, Bruce Wayne assembled this team because, though often a loner, he knew he couldn't do this alone. His unique skill sets weren't enough. He needed to be one piece in a larger puzzle, and he would have to lay his hang-ups aside to be that piece and invite others in. Each member of the Justice League turned out to be an essential. They turned out to be essential in their own unique way. And through Bruce Wayne's humility and the team's collaboration, the world was saved. If you haven't seen the movie, I highly recommend it, but it is an investment. It's four hours long. You can watch it in color, and you can watch it in black and white, and both are different uh, experiences. It's I would recommend investing eight hours to do that, but <clears throat> I wouldn't do that all on the same day. Uh, you can always break it up, too, if you want to watch half of a movie on one day and half on the other. But it is a worthy movie if you want to watch it. But back to the message. Many people struggle with issues of self-esteem or self-worth. We commonly compare ourselves to others, thinking others are better than us in some way, smarter, more talented, more beautiful, etc. But God has created each of us to be unique and special. Each person inherently belongs and is needed in the kingdom of God because we were created by God for it. We are called to celebrate our differences as they reflect the breadth, depth, and width of God's image in humanity. This passage uses the metaphor of a body to describe the necessary uh, diversity of human beings. It really does, hands down. But particularly as they work together 
as members of the body of Christ, the church community. So using the body metaphor also emphasizes that our differences are embodied, not only differences of talent or perspective. All people are sacred and important to the body of Christ exactly as they are. Notice in verse 13 that people do not have to change or become the same as one another to drink of one spirit. It is in and with their differences that they are made to drink of the one spirit. This was important for the Corinthians to learn because Corinth was diverse ethnically, culturally, religiously, and economically. Followers of Jesus, both Jewish and Gentile, had a lot of questions about what practices they had to do or to leave behind to be a part of the church. This is part of Paul's answer. People can remain different and still be united by the Spirit. In fact, it's what makes for a healthy church body. God's vastness is reflected in the diversity of creation. As God created each of us to be different, our differences must be celebrated. As Paul writes about each part of the body being unique and important, we must remember that each person is also unique and important. No one part of the body of Christ is more important than another. Sometimes, especially in the church, we downplay our differences because we want everyone to feel equal and know they are equally loved. While it is true that we are all equally important and loved, our differences are not problems to be overcome or unimportant details to be ignored. They are gifts to be celebrated. Amen? Our differences allow and enable us to work together like a body with different parts that work together to build the kingdom of God. Each person, different as they are, is necessary to reflect the work that God has called us to do. Verses 15 through 17 warn us against uh, comparing ourselves to others as though one set of body parts is better than another. Instead, Paul encourages us to lean into and celebrate the fact that each of us was created intentionally, just as the foot should not wish to be a hand, because a foot has been uniquely created to be a foot. So we should celebrate what each person brings to the body of Christ, even when the presence of difference might be challenging or look different from the way we ourselves are used to doing things. And I understand the other side of it too. A lot of times we're afraid to show our differences because um, because people might disagree with us or it might cause tension. And oftentimes we try to hide differences in the church because it keeps we think it keeps the peace. But really all it does, all it does is uh, hide who we really are from each other. And it, 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 it it creates, um, it creates an unhealthy situation within the church. So as each person is celebrated for the things that make them who they are, it allows for each individual to be honest about who they are and live authentically. So I want to invite um, you to acknowledge those on the margins who may not fit the mold of what 
is considered normal, average, or typical, especially, especially um, for your for for your congregation. I mean, for uh, undocumented pe people, single young adults, if you have them in your uh, in your congregation, people who speak other languages, disabled people, people of other faiths, etc. How does how does their absence or ignoring or erasing their differences affect the way the community experiences the diversity of, of God's good creation? How might the community be worse off for not inc including, celebrating, and embracing these differences? Just as, if not more important, how might the absence of people with these differences or ignoring to or failing to celebrate these differences when they are present create harmful experiences of Christian community. We all desire to live openly and authentically as we are. And we do this best when we can celebrate what makes us who we are as individuals in the community of faith. I want you to think about differences that make you feel self-conscious or less than. Stop comparing yourself with others. Instead, be you and be the best you that you can be. Live in to what makes you different and embrace those aspects about yourself. Conversely, let others also be themselves and lift up what makes them special and unique. Celebrate with them those qualities that they bring to the relationship and to the world. In fact, I want to invite you to think about how you truly react to differences in others, especially differences that make you uncomfortable. How might you begin to see these differences as a part of the diversity of God's creation, and how can you move towards celebrating them? I want to point out the differences we have in our church that often don't get celebrated. For instance, Look at the differences in age in our church, and whether you're in my church or not, in your church too. We have kids just starting out in life. We have adults who are nearing the end of their lives here on earth, and we have people in between those ages too. We have people who love their traditional music, the organ, a choir, and, and more. We have people who love um, and, and a more traditional liturgy, and we have people who prefer something more informal and upbeat. Look at me, all the tattoos, ear piercings, and an affinity for the weird, and all of the dif different people in our context. People all across the spectrum in terms of likes and hobbies, lifestyles, and whatnot. Yet together, look at how we serve Christ and the community. Look at how we promote and welcome diversity in our Treasures of Hope ministry and our outreach events such as our past coffee houses, open mics, and other events. And we could grow to be even more diverse so that one day our church is reflective of all the people of Newton. How can we celebrate the differences that often go uncelebrated? What would it look like if we not only welcomed or tolerated difference, but if we celebrated it? Think about how our church community can celebrate the vastness of God's creation in our community. 
How can we let people know we are the church that not only celebrates the diversity found in the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit on Sundays, but a church that celebrates God's diversity through all of God's sacred creation? Reflect on that this week as we prepare to discuss unity next week. And in fact, I would invite you to read this scripture passage every day, just once a day. It's not too much. Read this scripture passage every day and just reflect on it for the next week. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you and praise you for this opportunity to uh, to be uh, shown that we really are loved and included and that our unique uh, uh, personalities and gifts are, are needed in the church and that we are welcomed and loved, but also help us be reminded and challenged to show that same love and acceptance uh, of others and, and help us to celebrate in their uniqueness, to celebrate in, in all that you have created them to be. But in all things, Lord, keep us faithful to you and keep us working uh, and walking on the path to uh, your kingdom. We uh, pray all of these things in your holy name. Amen. Well, friends, thank you for tuning in. Uh, it's at this time that uh, I would like to remind you to check out the uh, episode notes. Uh, there you'll find links to a uh, whole sorts of things, but you'll specifically find links to Tithely and PayPal if this is your main spiritual sustenance and you would like to contribute to the ministries of our church, we would love that. Please, 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 please do. That would be great. Um, if this is, you know, just supplemental and you have a church community or faith community that you belong to, by all means, give to them. And of course, if you can give to both of us, uh, neither of us would be upset about that and we'd both be thankful. Regardless, friends, remember, remember that God loves you. God loves you, and God has created you to be uniquely and especially you. Uh, God hasn't called you to be anybody else other than who you are, um, and that is true for all of us. And while sometimes differences can rub us the wrong way, God wants us to celebrate them if they are of God and uh, and to, to lift up that you know th those differences with joy. But remember... Always, you are richly blessed, so be a blessing to others. Go in peace.